Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Lavrick and in a jam-packed show today we have Hugh Sullivan. Hugh, who's the sports and news editor of the Hastings Independent newspaper, sits down with me and we talk about the struggles of getting the paper out there, the Time Kiln project and the return of local football at the end of the month with our women's team and local sides Hollington, Bexhill and Westfield back in action. And finally, his paper's glorious return to print on April 15th. Also on the show, we have Jake Stapley, Westfield chairman, talking his club's return later this month, fingers crossed. And the two absolute ringers he's got in, hopefully on a temporary basis, in that man Pete Heritage and the boss man Chris Agutter. And finally, talking of Pete Heritage, me and Pete sit down and talk top five Peter Gabriel tunes in and amongst some banter. Enjoy, Hastings fans. Here's Hugh Sullivan. Hi, Chris. Hey. Hi, you. How you doing? Yeah, fine. Good, good. I've just got Citizen Kane going on behind me. I just, you know, keep it newspaper related. All right. You're right. Um, absolute pleasure talking to you, sir. Um, thanks for you. Thank you for giving me your time. What I wanted to do to, to what to try and get out of the interview first of all is that there's uh, a relaunch about to happen or in prospective relaunch about to happen for yeah. your paper in print, which is exciting. Why not fill us in a bit on that, Hugh? Um, Okay, so uh, unfortunately from March last year, um, we had to cease printing for two reasons, really. One, that uh, we lost almost all our advertising revenue because the people we advertise are local, uh, mainly um, events um, and people putting on... uh, live things and arts things and sports things and none of that was happening Um, so no income and also we um, distribute um, outlets um, cafes uh, community centers restaurants um, all that kind of thing and they're all closed as well (laughs) so kind of double whammy we did actually, um, so we decided um, we'd carry on and still produce the paper, but do it as a PDF online on our website, mm. um, which uh, is not satisfactory from, from our point of view, but it's the best we could do. And we wanted to really keep the team together and keep, so keep producing. Yeah. We did get some uh, money from... Um, a charity and a COVID funding source. I'm trying to remember which one. Um, uh, and actually we got back for four issues in July, August. Um, but that money ran out and, the, the, and of course there've been um, lockdowns and since then, so it wasn't possible. But um, we've, as I said, we've kept the team together. Um, we've kept the product and we do hope to be back on the street uh on thursday the 15th of april oh that's soon oh excellent oh okay and that in terms in terms of that rollout will it be the same places because i mean i personally i remember you know if i'm in the old town in i i accidentally go into these pubs and i'll see the um hastings independent will be there um, uh, yes, all the places that all the places that um, used to that, be that are, that are open. Obviously, we've mm. got to wait, and nobody, you know, very few of them are open at the moment. Yeah. Um, and a bit difficult to check with them 
to see whether they're going to be open. But I, you know, the majority will be open by the 15th of April. And that's really why we've set that date. Oh, finger, fingers crossed for the whole town, really. I mean, not just your paper, but for the whole town. Because I mean, right. I know those businesses desperately need i mean obviously it needs to be safe and everything but uh we, we do need to kickstart that economy again you know so. and i think we've always thought that print is uh, makes us different you know there are lots of um stuff online um and um, you know but 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 what we do is really one more blog and i think having having it in print is is different mm. um, and in some ways counter to the general way that things are going but all the better for that, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, and also it's a better way of getting advertising out. I mean, I, I... yes, that's right. I mean, it's very difficult to get advertising for um, online, and I don't blame them. You know, it's it's yeah, it's not the same exposure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we was going to talk about that. Your role, your role, you're you're the sports sports editor for the paper. Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm actually also I'm the news editor, but I was I've I've been the sports editor for the last five years or so mm. um, and putting out a, a one page a fortnight. Um, and I've done that all the time until January uh, this year. Um, mm. So all, all through the, the second half of 2020, even though very little sport was going on, we've, I found things to write about and stuff. Mm. And in January, we actually wanted temporarily to cut our pages. And I just said, well, sport really doesn't ex- doesn't exist at the moment. Yeah. So we'll uh, cut it out for two or three months. But we'll be back. Yeah. Well, yeah, talking of sport. Now, we've got, we've got a lot happening locally now, particularly on the football front. Now, we've got, obviously, Hastings is, it's, our, our season's over. For yeah. The men's team, anyway. Luck, yeah. uh Luckily enough, the women's team, which is is, is highly popular, uh, very well attended uh, matches, that they are looking to start up again. I think the beginning of April um, yeah. is the provincial date for that, and which is exciting. And hopefully, we can have people in the stadiums again. We don't know. We, you know, it's all ifs and buts at the moment, isn't it? Um, but that's at least something to be excited about. Also, we have. The local teams, the sort of more grassroots teams, uh, have um, pinched a few players here and there. Um, say, so for instance, Chris Agata and Peter Heritage, who are coaches at Hastings, are playing for Westfield. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know Hastings fans are quite excited about that. Um, Jack Dixon has gone to Hollington. Okay. Um um, and their league starting up very soon. I know the friendlies are starting up uh, end of March friendlies. Um, I know lots of people that would like to go along to those games. Um, I'm more than happy to send you all the fixtures for all these teams, uh, yeah. Bexhill as well. Um, and I, I, I know particularly us, particularly people that are starved, of, we've, we've been starved of any sport mm. to be able to cheer on the uh the white feather that is peter heritage uh when, when he comes on as a super sub that i know that sounds appealing to a lot of people including myself so um but i was just saying from your point of view are you do, you can't be everywhere so you, you obviously the news and the sports editor do you kind of get correspondence from people who go to these games 
or uh, is it just a game you've been to yourself and your report on that? Um, okay, because it's fortnightly, we don't regard ourselves as, as able to uh, do regular reports in the same mm. way as Hastings Observer. I think they do the reports well. Mm. Um, and I've, I've generally thought their sports coverage is pretty good. Um, uh, so we try to do, I try to do something a bit different, which yeah. is uh, um, um, do, do a story a bit more in depth. Um, but during the season, I've tended to have um, at least um, a column or, 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 or part of the sports page covering Hastings United because you know, it, it's an ongoing story over the past, certainly you know, two or three years, they've always been up at the top. So that's a good news story. Um, uh, and they're good to watch. And I like to feel that we support them. Mm. Um, that means that really we did, we've never covered other football. You know, I used to play long, long ago in the East Sussex uh, League. Oh, did you? Uh, Who did you play for? I played for Ecclesham Casuals. Oh, right. Striker or what, what, what sort of position? Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't come down here um, to, to Hastings until I was 33. So always a bit of a veteran. I started off up front and then when I was no longer capable of playing up front, I graduated to the back. <laughs> but I discovered, I, which was very first time in my long football career that I played at the back. And I discovered um, actually they, the idea that they just sit around and don't need the same, same fitness levels is completely untrue. Mm. Um, and uh, I had new respect for defenders. <laughs> I have to be myself. Um, so yeah, I've, uh, so I've always, um, uh, I've still got uh, good mates uh, involved with Equation Casuals. Um, we have an annual golf, twice a year golf tournaments, actually. So. Oh, okay. Oh, that's very organised, that is. Yeah. yeah. In terms of Icklesham, uh, are they kicking back off again, like Bexhill, Hollington, Westfield, uh, they are or not? My, I don't know, is the short answer. And, and what you've told me is is kind of news to me. I knew that um, there was an opportunity for grassroots football from the 29th of March. Mm. But uh, I didn't know how well it sounds it's really well organised. And it's really good because, you know, that means just like the women's team, because the, the men aren't performing in any organised way, you know, it means we can, we can divert a, attention to them for the moment. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good idea. So is it, so Hastings United are not, doing any kind of mini league or any... I, I, I don't think... Um, I, I mean, I'm obviously only just a fan, but I know that um, attempts were made to try and create, but there wasn't the interest from other clubs. I know yeah. from, from... I had a conversation with Billy Wood a while ago, a few... I think, I think it was a few months ago, because he was very keen to try and do that, but it doesn't seem to be happening. But obviously, women's team... I mean, the women's team was well-supported before any of this which yeah. was nice i mean you know really like i mean the limits were like 400 there was 400 there do you know what i mean so it's yeah. like and um you know really i know the fans have grabbed it with both hands you know in terms of just enjoying it and um and it's been some good stuff there it's been some good stuff played but um yeah in terms of the other guys the the westfield the bexhill the yeah. hollington 
it has been very organized. I'll send you all the fixtures um, over to you so you can have a look. And the mini leagues, they've been put into mini leagues. Yeah. Um, the league's been split up. Well, I think, I think the, the important thing in all this sport is it needs to be competitive. If it's not competitive, it's just kind of, you know, you might as well kick the ball about in the park. Mm. Uh, for, for most football fans, including me, I'm a competitive person. So I like yeah. to know there's, they're playing for something. So I think I'm not surprised that Hastings United, as a the, the men's team, you know, haven't there isn't interest because what's the point? There's no there's no ultimate point to it. Mm. Uh, so I think um, you know, having a mini league in in East Sussex and having as you say these sort of celebrity players all sounds good. Me and and as you say the, the women's the women's team it's it's good that they can go go forward. With a, with a competitive league and, and presumably at the end of it get what they hoped for, which was promotion. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all, we're all hoping that. I mean, they did so well. Obviously, that was the league that they had to start in because they're a new start-up team, yeah. but they, they really gelled quickly. In terms of your paper, the, the funding you've got for your relaunch i mean how long is that is that kind of like a a three-month thing six-month thing see how it goes we we need to get back to very quickly to a position where we're self-funding by by reason of advertising Mm. Um, yeah we have we have a a friends of hip um program which brings a little bit of money um another possible one-off ways of, of funding ourselves but fundamentally we need to pay in the in in the traditional uh, newspaper yeah. method of, of of getting advertising because um that's an it's a natural to go with print mm. and, um banking on the fact that 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 the count the, the economy is going to carry on opening up that events are going to carry on um being well, are going to resume mm. and that people will want to publicize them mm. so that's that's our hope the the the, the friends of hip uh, yeah. what is that is that a website uh it's how uh, do people access that um they can go on our website and and look at how to join it's really a it's a subscription service yeah. where um uh you pay uh varying amounts really what what do you um, um, you know, it's a way of supporting the paper in a difficult time. Yeah, and what is that? What could, could you give us that website just for anyone listening? Uh, it's uh, Hastings Independent Press, all one word. dot uh, co. dot uk. Lovely. Okay. Excellent. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Hugh? I'm just um, well. I think the other thing that's happening with Hastings United of the behind the scenes is the uh, hoped for move. And I've been um, keeping an eye on mm. the planning um, uh, files at Hastings Council because um, obviously the, 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 the move, the relocation is dependent on two sets of um, planning applications, mm. uh, one for Tile Kiln, one for Pilot Field. The Tile Kiln one, as far as I can see, is all fine there's no yeah. nobody's raising objections it's a you know it's a good move um and the fact that they're losing um uh sports pitches um which could be an issue for sport england i think should not be because they're going to more than um 
uh, make up for the loss of the grass pitches with the with the um, artificial. The, yeah, the artificial ones. Yeah. You know, and the, those old sports pitches. You know, I played on them when I was playing, and um, they are not well maintained, and the hmm. pressing was horrific. <laughs> and um, you know, I don't think I don't think many footballers will shed too many tears at the loss of Tal Kiln if it's you know if there's if it's replaced by something um, with better facilities. So that's all that's mm. all good. I mean the the pilot field there's obvious there's like any housing development there are people who feel it shouldn't happen or shouldn't happen there or feel that all sorts of things haven't been taken into account and there will be a planning you know contest mm. uh, I think I don't know when um you know, I imagine. You know, I, I should. I think the football club should feel optimistic because, no doubt, the council will, council itself, not the planning part of it, but the general council definitely supports it. Mm. But you know, I think there are. I just look at the um, documents that are filed there and see that there's plenty of opposition still. Oh, was there's a lot. So I know there was some. Um... I mean, there's always an element of any housing development. There's always going to be some people Absolutely. that complain, Absolutely. but you know. But it's, I mean, obviously, it's it's about it being done properly, and it, and uh, there should be a forum for people to contest these things. This is yes. without doubt. So, in terms of as you're as you're the journalist, sir, do you, do you kind of know when these uh, there's any hearing of that coming up or? Uh, no, I've got no better way of finding out when hearings are happening than either an announcement by um, Hastings United or uh, I I watch the planning um, meetings coming up of Hastings Council and and see when it's coming up but I don't know how soon how how much further um, they have to go to be ready for that Mm. either in terms of when the council will hear it or when Hastings United have to produce the relevant uh, or their agents have to produce the relevant documents and um, they haven't I think the club hasn't particularly kept us informed of that um, you know. I don't speak for the club but I suppose it's it, that's in the hands of the gods in terms of if uh, if we get many residents kicking up a fuss and how much strength well, they were, you know they do them. all all developments of size get you know uh, mm. Yet objection, but um, you know, there are various um, institutional processes that have mm-hmm. to be done, um, and that takes time. So uh, it, it would be nice if the club would kind of give us some um, time frame of where we are on that. But, but uh, I understand they have lots of other things on their plate as well. Yes, yeah, fair, fair, fair question. Fair question, Hugh. Um, anything else involving the Hastings Independent that you'd like to um, uh, announce? Um, well, on? obviously, any, anything, anything you to to tell people that we are uh, coming back on the streets. I think a lot of people who used to read us in print never go on the line, don't really realise we've been carrying on, or you know, it's not their thing to go and read stuff online. My target is to be out there in print. And uh, you know, anything you can do to say, yes, we're, we'll be out there in print on the 15th of April and we will be back with a full sports page and we will cover 
not only Hastings United, but from what you say, very keen to, to give a little publicity to the East Sussex uh, League if it's, mm. if it's um, uh, got these extra uh, elements to it this summer. Mm. And um, well, I'll send it all on to you. Also to the women's team. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll send it all on to you, Hugh, right. and then you can obviously have a look at it and see what you think. Yeah. And, um, mm. Would you like to uh, write anything about your podcast and all that for our yeah, yeah well I very much appreciate that obviously I'd love to mention the podcast which is uh it's been going for, this is episode 24 now um yeah, yeah how, how often do you come out but it was every week yeah and then lockdown hit I, yeah. I I absolutely picked the worst time yeah to to, to start a podcast up and um, so it was every week and then it's been every two weeks I think about the last four or five episodes because there's only so much you can talk about yeah. when there's no football. Yeah. Um, although there is mention uh, top five Peter Gabriel with Peter Heritage that's on this episode coming up. So um, we did we did splay off into music and stuff. But um, uh, I would absolutely love to uh, be in your paper and and anyone. Uh, who's listening if if you've got a pint in your hand in the philo reading the hastings independent is not a bad idea as well you know so it's just um well, it's something i used to do anyway so good well i hope you'll be doing it again very soon yeah yeah anyway we'll listen to hugh thanks for your time okay great take care thanks i'll be All in right. touch cheers anyway, cheers mate Macrossan. Macrossan. Right about now, the funk soul brother. Check it out now, the funk soul brother. Right about now, the funk soul brother. Check it out now. Funk Soul Brother, right about now. Funk Soul Brother, check it out now. Funk Soul Brother, right about now. Funk Soul Brother, right about now.
Over to Jake Stapley, Westfield Chairman. How's things going? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Hey, getting to the point, Jack, right? Yeah. What I know is how did you buy Peter Heritage, mate? How is how was he bought? Um because <laughs> he supports West Ham. Well, <laughs> 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 it is a funny story. It's not a funny story, really, but uh, our uh, um our coach. Guy Woodley, massive West Ham fan, mates yeah. with Pete, uh, spoke to Pete, Pete was interested in coming over to play a few games, help us out, be around the changing room, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how it happened, really. Oh, nice one. Um, like, Pete's probably one of the funniest guys in football, if not the funniest guy in football that I've ever come across. Um, yeah. He may be... He may be a veteran now, but he can still put himself about. I've seen a few under-23 games where he's still keeping up with people that are, that are 30, 40 years is younger. So it's, yeah. um, for, for us, it's a no-brainer. If we can if we can gain 1% off of him for next season, then it's been a plus for me, 100%. He's, a, he's an ex-football league player. Um, the, guy, the, the young guys in our squad that can, can really feed off him and, and we can learn, learn as much as we want off him. Well, it's, it's he's such a bubbly character as well, isn't he? So he's he's going to raise any dressing room. I mean, I know he's not. Um, yeah, I suppose the the brilliance of it really is that he's coming in. He's got that experience. He's not going to be taking someone's permanent spot. He's there to kind of augment your team, help your team yeah. along. I mean, uh, and, just and, uh, yeah, go on, mate. He's one of the. He's uh, he's just a good guy to be around honest he's such a great great person to be around um and like you say he will lift any changing room he mm. will lift if something's not quite going our way he's the sort of character that you can look upon and, and he'll have a solution to it or he'll uh, he'll be able to come up with something and make people laugh and all of a sudden mm. everything completely changes uh, and that's invaluable i think uh, and and aggie's done fantastic to get him in on uh, hastings uh, even just for morale boosting and, and in his coaching and his knowledge is just just unbelievable, really. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I know we're, we're really lucky. I mean, obviously the the, the COVID has has messed messed everyone around, but you know the, the way everything was going, yeah, yeah. the momentum and everything was, um, you know, and there are such a good bunch. You know, I'm, I'm only just a, I'm just a fan, yeah. But like, you know, with my interactions with Pete, who is just hilarious. And he's also got a, a, a tremendous football brain. Um, and, yeah, yeah. And, and Aggie, lovely. You know, they're just they're such nice people as well. You know, it's just been a, for, for my. I know I don't want to talk about Hastings United all the time. You, you know, you're a Westfield man, but like, 
you know, um, it's such a joy to be a fan of Hastings United. So it's, um, and and so anyway, talking about Aggie, right? So you've got Aggie as well, right? <laughs> yeah. How, how has that been done then? Yeah, he's uh, uh, same sort of, same sort of way, really. Uh, he's not West Ham. Manager at Westfield spoke to Aggie. Aggie. No, he's definitely not. West yeah, Ham. my dad's definitely not West Ham either. So <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Brian, but it was, it's, uh, it's just a conversation, really. Ask, ask whether he fancied coming across. Um, Having a few games, he's he's kept him. He, he's got himself fit, obviously through lockdown. They've been doing a lot of running by all accounts. Um, I've probably played against Aggie fifteen or so times between Westfield and and Sydney, etc. Yeah, like I said, he's always been a competitive player to play against. Um, always been a always been a very good player. Always been well thought of all around local football. So again, it's one of them. If we can gain something from Aggie through these six or seven games. Then it's it's been a plus for us. Yeah, uh, it'd be a plus for all the young lads as well. It'll be a plus for for the club, as in he'll see the way we work, and hopefully it will benefit us in the long run. That like next season we may get a couple of under twenty three more under twenty three players than what we did last this year. Um, and and he, he wants to play football, so he's got yeah. like I said, he's got himself fit, and uh, he wants to play football, and he, he's a very player so mm. why it, it, it would be silly for us not to tap into that and and again the coaching side of it things like that if we can if we can gain anything from him on that side brilliant we're, we're all open to it no it's a brilliant he's, he's the manager of Hastings for a reason and we're, we're like I say we're a lower level for a reason so if we if we can gain anything from it brilliant and, and I'm sure we will win so we yeah, win definitely well also obviously all of us Hastings fans we're we're going to come down and it well obviously if we can, if it's yep. allowed, you know you're getting loads of us down there. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a win-win for the club. In, yeah. So in terms of refreshments, yeah, I'm not trying yep. to suggest anything, but is there going to be refreshments at your fine grounds when uh, if we're allowed there? So if we're if we're allowed, the the bar, the um, the food outlet, etc., will all be open. Um, and well stocked. So, yeah. It'd be very well stocked. Yeah. So <laughs> if we can get as many people down there as possible, it'd be brilliant. Um, like I said, it's a shame that we haven't got the local derby against Hollington or Sydney because that'd be a really bumper oh, crowd. Yeah. But but it, it, like I said, it is what it is, and we we have got a local derby against Sedlescombe, um on the the Maybank holiday weekend, which which should attract a, a decent yeah. crowd. Hundred um, percent. Um, and we've got we've got three games at home and three away, so it'd be lovely if we can have as many fans as possible at, the, at those games. Well, um, and even the away games are only Eastbourne. I mean, they're not exactly not exactly a million miles away. Eastbourne and Ringmer, and Ringmer yeah. again, Ringmer's a lovely place to play as well with with their new ground. I don't know, I don't know whether Aces played there this year, but it's a fantastic facility. So um, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to see as many faces down there as possible. Oh, you're definitely going to get those, mate. Don't worry. But in terms of the competition, just to explain for anyone that doesn't know, so your, your league's been split into two, yeah? Yep. And yep. so it's six games. Yep. And then what do you do? Do you have like a, a the two champ, the two people that win the league play each other in a final? Or what, what is it, Jack? Uh, so nothing, nothing's been said about that. But what, what I would say is obviously 
the league's been split into two via points per game. So whether we like that or not, um, we're, we're in the we're in the lower half of the points per game. Mm. We'd unfortunately we'd probably played the wrong people at the wrong time yeah. for us to get a higher points per game um, thing. And I think we were. I think we missed out on the top half of it by 0.23 of a point per game. Oh, okay. uh, a last-minute goal against Ringma cost us, basically cost us going in the top half. Mm. But I'm not sure how they're going to do it, whether they're going to do whoever wins each one plays each other or um, whether the top half is going to play for the title and the bottom half is going to play for like a, a mini cup, etc. Um, to me, it's a little bit irrelevant. I'm just glad to get some football back. Yeah, yeah, get the lads yeah. Together. Um, it would be nice to play for a little trophy, and I'm sure that's how they are going to do it. Um, it's always nice to play for some silverware, regardless of what it is. So, yeah. um, hopefully, we can we have a good six games and um, and press on. There's no reason why we can't. Um, but like I said, we got a good. We, we had a good team before lockdown. All the players are keen to play again. Um, and they're our main aim to get them back playing and, and, and build on for next season. That's got to be the main aim for, for every club, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you're definitely going to have bumper crowds there, but is there anyone in particular, <laughs> in, is there anyone in particular that's, that's going to be playing, that's going to be standing out? I mean, is there any, what, who, who do you think is going to really kick on in these six games? Um, I mean, Hugo Corbin, the young centre midfielder, seven, I think he's 17 or 18, he, He'll kick on and on and on and keep playing, and he'll gain, he'll gain massively from playing this adult football. Um, Dan Tewksbury, another one who I mentioned last time I was on. Yeah, I, I think he's been a fantastic player for us. He's been he's been brilliant. He he does stand out every week. He works his socks off. Um, he, yeah, he's probably um, overall he's probably been our best player so far this season, and um, and another one who who. I'm pretty sure we'll we'll play be George Landais, who most people will will know from playing for he played for Horsham, Lewis, um, who played for us obviously at the start of the season. He he moved to Eastbourne United around the Christmas period, but obviously only got to play one game before their season got curtailed, and um, and it looks like he'll obviously be back playing for us as well, which is which is a plus for us. No, nice one. Well, also Jack, I was going to say. Um... I'm definitely going to come along to some of the games. Any ones that I ain't got a bloody work in, uh, a blo- go to work, I'll, I'll be there. Because to see the white feather that is Peter Heritage play, yeah. let, let alone all of your talents. And um, Other than that, Jack, I mean, I know I'm going to be talking with Hollington next week. And I've been yep. trying to talk to Bexhill, but I don't think Bexhill want to know. Um, you know, just to try and build this up a little bit. Because this, to, to me, as a fan, and I've heard it from countless fans... And we're not good yeah. at communicating, particularly at this level. Yeah. There, there, there's a lot of interest here, but there's also a lot yeah. of people who don't know, don't know about these games. And it's about us all getting a bit better about banging on and on and on. There's, there's this great football that's only just down the road. You know, yeah. you know, all right, it's not a bloody premiership stadium, but it's, you know, it's good fun. It's local. It's football, it's football for God's sake. Yeah, yeah exactly that. But, it's football, um, that's the way. Yeah, yeah. We got, we got, I mean, I mean ourselves, Hollington. We've all got a we've all got a decent little ground. We've all got a nice little tea bar, sell some beers, mm. sell food. But 
apart from apart from obviously watching Hastings, it's probably the the next best thing. Bexhill yeah. the same, it's at the and they've got a nice little ground down there. Obviously Little Common at the moment are playing in, in Eastbourne, but mm. when they get back to Little Common, it's a nice little area of local football and um there's some really good teams and some really yeah. good players and I I think a few people who have never watched this standard of football or or the standard above Bexhill's level will be surprised at how mm. good the sides are. because um, uh, look, we're we're a million miles away from what Hastings are, but for the standard of football we are, we're 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 a fairly decent side. The same with Hollington, the same with Sidley, same with Bexhill, Little Common. They're all good. We're all good sides locally, and and when Hastings do do well, we all seem to do well as well. Mm. So it, it it drags everyone else through. Absolutely, um, and I mean, the talent around the the town at the moment is is unbelievable. Um, we don't youth, big, we don't youth, big youth, ourselves uh, up enough. We don't. We don't. No, we don't. We don't. Definitely not. And and the and the, the talent of local young players is mm. is fantastic. The ones coming through. I mean, you've only got to look at, at, at um, Ben Ward, yeah. David Radari. Uh, I know David's obviously not a not not local boy originally, but he's still been brought up playing football here. What for probably eight or nine years yeah. now. So. Um, the, the the list is endless. The list is endless, and it, and it goes right back to when when at school when there was players Steve Cook and Josh Jabandi, Liam Upton, etc., who then went on to be professional. Josh Pellin, who went to be professional. This is like the next age group that are coming through, and and there is some some serious talent in the town, and, and we do need to big it up, and and it's brilliant to see them going on to to make it professionally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm going to try my best to big up these games. So, first fixture, right? Thirty first of March, the way to Bexhill, the Old Grove, at the Old Grove. So that's it, now, that's it. in terms that's of the, the restrictions, in, in 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 terms of restrictions, yep. Um, is that just a turn up job and see if the police come? <laughs> the uh, um, for the fans, um, probably not. No. That's a behind closed that, door. That, That's I a behind closed door be, job. That um, one. Um, potentially, but it might not be. Um, because by then we'll legally be allowed to, if I'm correct, we'll legally be allowed to meet in groups of six. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we'll be all right then. By then. So if that's the if that's the case, then I think that football will allow spectators at lower level in groups of six, like we were before, with all the COVID restrictions of track and trace, regardless of what your thoughts on track and trace are, um, mm. all, all that sort of stuff, you're clocking in and out of the, of the venue, things like that. I, I think that that's, that'll be the case. It, it may well get pushed back to the first week of April. And if it is, then that's fine. But yeah. um, I think it is a wait and see job on that one from what the FA send out and I don't, I don't think it'll be very long until they do send it out well yeah anyway well oh, yeah I mean just hopefully as I say I mean I, mean, I work up at the hospital that, that you know things yeah. are improving vaccine got the yeah. vaccine out you know there's no reason to keep us all locked down forever so it's you know it would be nice if we can have our football back um, yeah it'd be lovely but yeah, so Jake, I mean, other, other than that, is there anything you want to push about Westfield? Is there anything else you want to mention? Um, just just uh, like, if, again, it's probably a little bit of a cheesy plug, but if anyone is interested in sponsoring any of the games or sponsoring 
um, getting any sort of sponsorship involved with the club. There's loads of things, the programme, social media, etc. we can get involved with. We will be looking for sponsors for next season. Mm. Um, again, it is a bit of a shameless plug, but it, it's, a, it's, a tough that, time. it's a tough time for football at yeah. the moment. So if anyone is interested, please do get in contact with me. We, we have plenty of things, kits, training kits, player sponsorship, programme sponsorship. Um, there's all, all sorts of different things. Yeah. And there will be people down there, particularly when uh, you've got Aggie and Heritage on the subs bench. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, Jack, thanks. Thanks for this. And um, take care. And I mean, I'll be in contact anyway. I mean, I want to be in contact anyway about, you know, if you give us any info at all about what's coming up. Anyway, look, you have a good day. All right. You take care. And you, mate. Have a good one. Thank you very much. Yeah, Speak to you Bye. soon. Bye. And now over to the white feather himself, Peter Heritage. Pete. Yes, I'm here. Yes. I got it, and I tell you hey. what. Yeah. Hey, very good, sir. Yeah. Look at my bloody hair. That's why I've got the hat on, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, hold on. I've got an hat here somewhere. I, I think. Yeah, hold on, Chris. I'll go. just put. You no, know, I'll put my one. I'll just put my uh, one. Just like that. Yeah. Just like <laughs> that, mate. No, I'll tell you what. Is this all going out live, Chris? No, no, no. I'll video it. I'm going to put it on the the video. I'll put on the YouTube and uh, obviously the audio I do for the. Uh, All right. Well, he's okay. got the Amazon and the audio I do for the podcast. But yeah, no, I'll definitely. Uh, do you like the backgrounds? Can you see? Yes. yes. Don't give up. Don't, Don't give, give up, up mate. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you are right, though. Yeah, yeah. No, not bad, mate. Not bad at all. Um, I, I tell you what, it's just, it's fabulous we're doing this. Um, I, I don't want to talk about um. Uh, general football at the moment, particularly I don't know. Did you see yesterday the uh, that handball? To what I tell you what, Chris, it's um. Oh, I know it sounds really. I've fallen out of love with the game a little bit. Um, mm. some of the stuff, some of the decisions that they're um coming up with is um. One, I I thought VAR was just gonna make decisions on as the ball cross the line, as that. But they're, yeah. they're not even refing them now. They're, they're, and, and I feel sorry for the refs. I think mm. they should just go back to say, the referee's going to make mistakes. Players make mistakes. Get on with it. And and if a, and if the referee makes a mistake to protect them, don't mm. ever show a replay of it. Mm. But when you look at it now on, on, on the Premiership, They've all got bloody laptops. So yeah. they're looking at incident incidents now and you're thinking, the referee ain't got a bloody chance. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Lee Mason, that other bloody Mike Dean, I mean, oh, dear. They're the two worst. They're the worst ones going. But, yeah, it's um, it's not don't, good. Don't forget, don't forget Matt the ref, mate. He's he's not far away from that, is he, at that level? No. Well, yeah. Always, pick, always booking Jack Dixon. <laughs> Before but, I mean, he comes that, onto the pitch. I know, mate. It's already it's already yeah. written on the card. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. Mate, I don't get... I mean, how, what are you supposed to do? Remove people's arms? I mean, how is that... How how possibly... What, what are you supposed, where are you supposed to put your arms? You're, you're supposed well, to put your arms down. I mean, oh God, I don't know. Well, the, the only... What, we all had this conversation quite a while ago. They're going to have to design the shirts different. Mm. The... the you're either going to have to all wear long sleeve shirts and have a line on it and say, well, if the ball goes beyond that, but then that brings up another thing. Is it on the line? Is it over the line? 
or design shirts with a bit of Velcro on them so you can't lift your arms up anymore. It is, it's, but it is getting that ridiculous. And well, anyway, let's get this. Get Come on, let's out. get it going. Bit of Pete, mate. We need to talk to Pete. This been recording now. This Chris. is recording now, mate. Right, because <laughs> have you had your jab yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. The Russian satellites just above me right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. What happened to me? I had my. Well, I was going to go for mine last week. I've got my second one next week, but anyway. Oh, really? Well, I went into, and I got thrown out the doctors because I walked <laughs> in there and they said, went up to the thing, <laughs> went up to you the You didn't have your fez on, did you? No, no. And um, I said, yeah, can we help you? I said, yeah, I've come from a jab. They went, oh, you might feel a little prick. Well, I just, <laughs> I got the um. Oh, they were, yeah, great. That's 1970. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went in there. I did go in there, and they said, um, "Are you all right?" I said, "Well, I've got um, is it long queue to get in?" Mm. And uh, I, I said, are, "Are you feeling all right?" I said, "Well, I've got aches in my legs, and it's sort of pains in my stomach." Yeah. And the doctor went gout. I said, "Well, I've only just got in here." <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Well, it's, it's the way I tell them. It's the way I tell them. <laughs> so, no, I don't know if you could see this, but hang on. Where's the thing? Yes, the eye. Can you see that? Yeah, oh, Mr. Dave. Oh. I was brave for the nurses. Oh, look. Did they give you a lollipop? Yeah, they gave me a badge. They gave me a badge. They, uh, yeah. I got the, because obviously you reach 60 and then you got you have to you get your cancer thing come through. Mm. Well, you have to do it yourself now, didn't you? What? You, yeah, there's one where you have all, to do it all, yourself. All they, give you a, and small. they give you a swab. They give you a swab, and the Chinese, the Chinese have got it all like that. And they said, "Yeah, you have to do it yeah. yourself." I went, "Oh God!" I said, "That's no good. I might as well stick it up my <laughs> arm." <laughs> I just <laughs> right, but That's yeah, the way I tell them. They, they, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, I've not had that done yet. I should have that done, but yeah, I, I I'm haven't. I'm funny about that. Well, it's—I I mean, the we, cold finger of injustice. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's terrible, and I—it's like everything, Chris. I'll be yeah. going off the subject in a minute, but um, we'll get, we'll get back been, to Pete, Gabriel, in a minute. Go on. Yeah, I, but I, I've been listening to talk sport, even talk yeah. sport now, and I'm not—I know. You know, everyone's worried and all that. Have you have you listened to talk? Have you been listening to talk sport? Not they've recently. Got, I do though, um, but not recently. NHS have got that advert on there at the moment, and I put it yeah. on Facebook. Where there's a, someone coughing. <coughs> have you had a cough for the last three weeks? Mm. It could be cancer, and you're thinking, ridiculous. What are you doing? It's just ridiculous of what mm. in the middle of it all. They're putting all the, it's scare, not scaremongering and well, anxiety, uh, health yeah. anxiety through the roof. Yes, yeah. I'm not one of these things. I mean, it's always on Facebook. You've got that there's conspiracy theories that the world leaders and they've planned all this. You're thinking, yeah, all the world leaders have got together, gonna release this virus. And they haven't got a clue how many people it's going to how 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 it's going to go around the world because they want to rule us or dictate us. You're thinking they know where you are anyway because <laughs> you've got your mobile phones. Yeah, exactly. everyone, everyone knows where you are. So 
Oh, don't don't yeah. talk to me about Facebook, Pete. Well, uh, uh, my discovery, obviously, I didn't know that the good man Pete Heritage oh. was a massive fan of Peter Gabriel. Now, I go back many years. Like I've always loved Peter Gabriel. Um, I love Genesis. I like Phil Collins. I like, well, I like all sorts of music. Yeah. And um, so what we thought, because there's no bloody football and we don't want to bang on about the Premier League and all that crap, even though the West Ham are doing quite well. You haven't even mentioned the West Ham. Let's talk about the West Ham quick, Pete. Go on. Well, obviously we've we've slipped down to fifth now, um, but I honestly think that we've got the potential to rule the football world for the next five years. <laughs> we lose the next six. We'll yeah. probably lose the next six games <laughs> on the trot. No, no. It's it's nice to see. Um, through from being a West Ham supporter, um, mm. going into every gr- game where you see the players all given a hundred percent. It's not about the football, but they look organised and difficult mm. to beat. And you, we've got a chance. But they're they're just they're just giving everything to the club, and it's it's good to see. Really, yeah, love it. Well, that initial statement you just made reminded me of. Um... Because you know, I'm a QPR fan originally, yeah. So yep. uh, they, um, when uh, Bria Tory and Bernie Eccleston took over, they said they had a four-year plan, right? And that four-year plan ended with QPR in the Champions League. Just so you know, uh, it hasn't come to fruition yet, but uh, no. you never know, dear. Right. No. The, the owner of QPR, Tony Fernandez, did he? Think, he was going to have something to do with where I think he. Wasn't he a big West Ham supporter or oh, something like that? They, they say this, though. Don't they? They, they don't support anyone, do they? Is this going out live? Is this live now? This is not live. This is recorded. Oh, so anything you want off, anything you want off it. Put it on there. I want to give a message to Darren Burney. Go on. <laughs> say what you like to him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, sir. Yeah. Right, let's crack on now. So, but we, we're getting back to Peter Gabriel now, finally. But yes, yeah, let's go. The top man. So, what we've done is we've tried to put together a top five. Yeah. And through the wonders of technology, I've already got Pete's top five, but I'm going to pretend I haven't seen them, right? Yeah. Now, you might have to remind me what they are. <laughs> yeah. No. Look, to be honest, I struggled with this. Yeah. And, yeah. and, th- and this, this, this top five I put down could change on depending. I mean, it's yeah. dependent on your mood and all that. But uh, yeah. so, Pete, and tell me if this is too loud because I'll, I'll adjust the volume, right? So, no, this is your first choice, which was the family and the fishing net. All yeah. right. And this is yours. Right. Can you hear that? You getting any sound there? Yes. Start yeah. of it. Yeah. Right now. Now, Pete, tell me why, why you chose this song. Um, basically, um, it's, it, all my, my my top runs are his old stuff, yeah. um, and I'm a great one for lyrics. And you know, a song, I, I love the lyrics, and yeah. this is all about the wedding and all that lot. Um, but it's different. It's yeah. really different. It was from when he left Genesis. Change of direction at the time. What was around and all that lot, but I just got drawn in to Peter Gable. Yeah, that, that was it. Um, and that was a follow-on from the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. That's oh, okay. 
there was a change in how he's Genesis, the land lies down on Broadway, and you could see he'd moved on a little bit. Um, and when it's brilliant, I just love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm sure that this was. But sorry for being Mr. Gossip here, but I thought this was he wrote this. Basically, gone off with the producer in this album. He could, yeah. There's, there's loads of stuff. He, um, what he's doing, but he, I think, in all of his songs, Chris, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He just and all my choices, and you write what you say. All my choices aren't happy songs, if you know. It's you really don't mind yet, mate. How it reflects yeah. how I'm feeling at the moment. And the lyrics just, bang, you think, prevalent today of how it is. But, um, yeah. But, they, don't, they don't understand these days, Pete. No. Kids, they don't understand. No. Well, okay. Well, I mean, I like this tune. Right. Yeah. So a, good, a good, a good choice there, sir. Yeah. Oh, it's one you can never dance with down Stalwags. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is stuff you just listen to. You can't yeah. really have a bop to. Some of it you can, but like some of it is just to. As 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 you were with your uh, latte, you sit down and reflect over it on your while drinking your latte. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. My choice. So, my choice is Mercy Street. Ah, oh, yes. A fabulous song, as we were yeah. know. Right. Just turn it down a little bit. And anyway, I'd, I'd, I've chose this because multiple reasons. Uh, takes me back. Uh, ex-wife, nice holiday. Yeah. I think we're in... Yeah. Um, we're in Gambia. I tell you, we're in holiday in Gambia, yeah, and a lovely holiday. The sun was shining. Couldn't have a care in the world. We were all getting on, so you know it was a nice time. The actual song itself, though, being Mr. Boring here, Pete, I've got a few facts for you. This song was written uh, in some um, poet or something that he. he and Sexton. That's the one, right? Yeah, and, and, and she had quite, um, she was quite troubled. Yes. And um, this was, I mean, it's a, it is, it's quite a, I don't know, you were, I don't know, you, what's the word for it? Uh, Looking uh, down on it. Melancholic, that's it. Yeah, so, you know, beautiful song. Got any words on this one, Pete? No, I think um, it's just, like you say, um, I've been thinking about it while that was playing. You, you could put, or you could put any of his songs right up on this. It's so hard to get, but his voice, his voice just does it for me. Unbelievable, and it's a lot of emotion in the song. That's it, it's that soundscape he creates, isn't it? It's just, it's, yeah. it's always different. It's, it's always got little bits and pieces. Quite, yeah. um, it moves with the times in terms of sounds. Right, yeah. yeah. So, number four. How are we doing in the cricket, by the way? Um, India, a 237 for six. Oh. Coming in now is not very good. Oh, no, that's his surname. It's Pants. 
Oh dear! Right. Sorry, I haven't spoke to an, anyone for a long time, Chris. <laughs> I sure am, and I'll, I'll let you know a little. Um, if you want to play the music, play it. But um, I've actually been down to um, Peter Gable's recording studios. Oh, have you? Bloody hell! In box down in box. Um, <laughs> I drove down there. I've drove down there twice. And I've, yeah. knocked on door, I've knocked on his door. Yeah. What did he do? Did he tell us to go away? No. It, well, he, but it was a, it was three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he weren't in. No, no. Um, and I was at Box is a lovely place, and I've also been to Salisbury Hill in um yeah in Bath yeah because he yeah. that's it that was all about when he used to lay up Salisbury Hill. And that was all what was all about as well. It's funny because so, I'm a stalker. I'm you, sad. Yeah. So and that's that's being recorded as well. The, <laughs> the, the, it's funny because I think both of us we haven't chosen big, you know, the real commercial ones. So no, no. Thing. so this your next one is I go swimming. Oh. And here what? we are. Now, what's the? Because there's a few versions of this. Yeah. Are you are you more the live version or the studio? Well, the live version is. I listen to the live version, but this is, and that's the good thing about him. When you when you listen to his songs on the album, on the yeah. albums he's got out, completely different when you go and see him live. He does different different versions all the time. I mean, this, this sounds like you on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I don't, I don't love the sound. I mean, the, the youngsters are not going to really get it. No, we're not. No. They're just great, great sound. Great yeah. Always messing about. I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's... it's so, I mean, it's got, I think it's got a good groove to it. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I like yeah. it. It's a little step back from the like the punk scene and all that, but yeah. it's got an element of that in it. Almost like a rebellious. I think he purposely left Genesis and sort of stepped away and think I'd be a bit of a rebel. It was almost like, yeah, I'm going to step right away from what we used to do. You know, it was all about. Uh, yeah, selling in the bottom ground and all that, not spots, yeah. and all that. They'll complete change, that's the head. It's all mythical stuff, wasn't it? It's all like yeah. physical, and you get bang. I'll move away from that. It's a good question. Yeah. Well, good, good tune, good tune, right? Here's my number four, and it is. Get it back, get it queued up. I think you know this one. Oh. Now, yeah. I like us, oh, I love her. Oh, I love yeah. her. And it's totally terrible. I love this guy. Yeah, I, I don't know how to stop. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, a lot of. 
African sort of rhythm stuff. We throw that in with drum machines, synthesizers. He's so ahead of his, of his time, in my opinion. But he, 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 African music is and I don't know if you know, you know Korg, the, the Korg the synthesizer? Yeah. Who, who bought that? Who bought Korg? Oh, he bought it? He, he bought it, yeah, he bought Korg. And, and it was all synthesizer music and, um, and then he got Phil Collins playing on a couple of his songs where where, where, where they weren't the real drumming. He had a sympathetic drum. Yeah, he'd done all that. Mm. I nearly started singing then. I don't know. You were, yeah. You, you can sing if you want me. <laughs> I was a good singer until tunes were invented. <laughs> God, you want to hear us in the stands? Fucking hell. Uh, the cat's dying. Anyway, right. Your choice. Lay your hands. Oh. You know what I mean? Always random noise. Have you seen the live version in Corona when you come? Next song, right at the end, right at the end of "Lay Your Hands on Me." Yeah, we actually pulled the trail back. Oh, right. and they carry him, and they, they just, oh, it's like quite a strike, and they carry him around the water. But I've seen him do this. Um, wow, and it's just unbelievable. He's yeah. he a very shy person. When he was in Genesis, all the makeup and all that he put on yes. was so shy, and he didn't want to be recognised. And that was in, that's where it all come from. And I think as he's gone through, and all of his songs almost reflect of how he is. And uh, it's brilliant. It's an unbelievable man. Good, 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 good number three there. Good, good number three. Right. Stop that. All right. Oh, you have to touch like a song. Oh, what a song. Uh, great tune. I just love it. I mean, the amount of drum machines in this. And also, okay. I just, it makes a good sound. Yeah. Moisey. Moisey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, I just, I don't know what it is doing. It, 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 I can, I'm in the, in the car it's all the time. I just, I play the Spotify list. Okay. I don't play, I don't play the subscription fee, so you get advert. But the daily mix is always what you pay when you call. Yeah, I mean, I, I've reached the point. Actually, it's the point you talk about music. So with my kids and that, now my, my oldest boy's 19 now, right? He used to be years and years ago when I put all my old vinyl on. Oh, dear, this is shit. This, I, I, I weren't just playing Peter Gabriel up. I'd be playing El Dub, Reggae, all sorts. Yeah, like, but yeah, like, I mean, I used to like the police. I love the police. Like, yeah, that was that. Yeah. Right. And... When in the East, because he drives now, and he's given me a lift somewhere, and on his music, 
Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Lee, all that. And I'm like, hang on, I used to play that. You said that was shit. Okay, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, great. So, you know. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, my, my lad, Harvey. That's what he always said he used to do. He's always Peter Gable, all his I said, yeah, I know. But they remember it. Like, they do remember it. I, I, I'm, I'm into any music that's done really well. Yeah. If it's done good, brilliant. I, I mean, but some of the, some of the people that's in the charts at the moment, you think in, what the, you know, there's no, there's no lyrics in half of them, are there? You're thinking, what are you singing about? What are you singing about? Well, yeah, um, but, uh, but and, 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 the, the, the thing now is it's just, there is still good bands out there. Yes. Yeah. But the one, well, the charts don't even exist anymore, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it, it don't, they don't mean anything. People just right. listen to things on their phones now. They don't. Hey, yeah. like, you know, back in the day, back in the day, going down the Woolies, buying the latest singles. Don't, don't happen, does it? Mine was buying vinyls, always buying them. And, and, and my big regret is, I had all the vinyls, all the vinyls, and they've all gone. I, you know, I'd never. I just don't have any anymore, no. No, I, I don't. I, um, when my mum and dad passed away, we lived at England Avenue and all that. I had all my albums in there. Where they went, I don't know. I don't know where they went. Um, they're almost making a comeback, aren't they? Why always make that big, the big comeback now? But with CD, vinyl. All coloured vinyls all make the comeback. It's like collectors thing. With that, you, you say about the comeback, but what what's happened is you, you, your middle class type, your you latte drinker, such as yourself. Have you got your latte? Where is it? There, yeah. <laughs> the big P. <laughs> they, no, but they mug themselves off, don't they? These yeah. the, the posh boys. They buy, they 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 open their shops up because I've seen it down the old town. They open their shops up and they charge forty quid a vinyl. Yep. Whereas I used to go down um, Courthouse Street when the old boy owned that record shop in um, Courthouse Street. I don't know if you've ever been in there. No, I don't know. Oh, I don't. He, been, he was there for years. He's only just retired about a year or so ago. Luckily, I think just before the COVID, he, he got out of there. You, you're talking about a quid, two quid, four, six at most for a uh, vinyl. And it, and, it, and it was, you know, yeah. you, you, you're passing music on. Oh, luckily for me, um, meant, again, many years ago, um, before I put in, I was in charge of doing all the diversion works for the electric when the tram line went in, in Croydon. All right. And they got the arms houses there by, by the Wicker Centre. And they there was a shop called Beano's. All right. And it was the greatest record shop ever. And my dinner times, my... The lads were working. I said, just going down the shop, just going down to get something to eat for you. Yeah. And I used to spend my days yeah. in Beano's, just going through the Genesis, Peter Gable bits, and I'm just seeing what ones I had in. And that's where I got a lot of them from. A uh, really old, old shop. It's a bit like, um, there's a place in Bexhill, Music's Not Dead. And yeah. I know a couple of them. And they're yeah. like that. They're, they're in... They're they're into all the, the vinyl and all the old stuff. So, so there's there's people out there that still do it. And just for if you for for interest, um, Chris, um, and if anyone's interested, um, 
Have you ever been to trading boundaries near Upfield at Filching? No, right, it's uh, it's a music thing. It's a music uh, place. Yeah. Uh, the, the do you know, remember the Yes albums? All yeah. the yeah. Well, Roger yeah, great Dean, artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Roger Dean lives in that village. Oh, does he? Yeah, and oh. and the the music venue is very much prog rock. Uh, I've seen. Uh, Mama, a Genesis tribute band there. And me and, me and my mate Dave Weeks, who are, 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 we're mad on Genesis. We've seen them hundreds of times. We actually went to 1982 Milton Keynes. Um, we went down there, drove down there. Um, and it just rained hard all day when Peter Gable done his will, his first one mad, and it was out of money and he had to get Genesis in to help him out. He was getting, he was going yeah, to get cool. good, yeah, didn't he? Because he, he, yeah, that, that first Womad that didn't do well at no. all. Just he brought his mates in for the second one, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he, he, he was getting threatened. Yeah, they were going to kill him. They was going to kill him. So Genesis done a um thing on it. But if you ever get the chance, um, groups like the Straubs and all that play there. Yeah, the Straubs, yeah. And and we went and saw um oh, I can't remember the name of the group now. It's a Peter Gable group and the bloke looked like Peter Gable. But the drummer was Jerry Marotta from Peter Gable's group. Yeah. And oh I've had pictures taken with him, Steve Ackett, down oh, at wow. down at Bexhill. He was in the Music's Not Dead and me and Dave just stalk him. <laughs> Well, hopefully we can get back to those days. Yeah, yeah. Can, I think that's... Where we can go around stalking everyone. Yeah. And I, I think this is what... Um, you know, we've got football and we everyone loves them. I think music is a, is going to be the big one. I mean, I've missed Deacon Blue, Steve Ackett. Um, I was going to see Genesis. I've loads of concerts that have just been put back. And you're thinking, yeah. Christ... Miss it, miss miss Blem concerts at the moment. Who does the um, last one I saw was the I think it was the was it the oh, OMD? I saw OMD. Oh, at, yeah, um, oh yes, yeah. At the D- Delaware was the last gig I went yeah. to, but that was about a couple of years ago. But anyway, yeah. right. I expect, yeah. I, expect Billy, I expect Billy Wood's going to get one of his bands down the pilot field, Tiny Temple or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'd, yeah, so, some of that stuff. Well, no, over my head, bang, like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm obviously I'm from the I'm the era. I like. I don't mind a bit of hip hop myself. No, uh, no, it's of, all right. Yeah, some of that grime stuff is all right. Some of it is a load of shit, and you can quote yes. me on that. Okay. Yes. But, um, with it, there we go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll get I'll get Billy Wood or Bammy now. Right. <laughs> right. And now Pete's number two pick. San Jacinto. I always get this wrong. Is it San Jacinto? San Jacinto. San San Jacinto. San San Jacinto. And do you know the do you know the story behind it, Chris? Uh, I know a little bit of behind it. Go, go on, fill me in. He went to America, and mm. where he was staying was basically Red Indian land. Yeah, and he got talking to. I don't know, which doctor or something like that, and and he said that all that they might open up restaurants, said they're just killing all the land off, developing it. And it, the story was when you was a, an Indian, there's the mountain. That's a mountain range, Sanders in tow. Mm. What they do to, be, to become a 
um, coming of age to be... A, oh, uh, to get stung, I think, yeah. uh, a bit. Yeah, yeah. A rattlesnake. They mm. used to set... They used to... They had to go, climb up Santa Zinto, waiting up there for them, was a witch with a rattlesnake. Mm. And the rattlesnake used to bite them. And then they had to... They had to find their way down back through. Once they'd done that, they had reached adulthood. It was a 16th birthday thing. And, and the lyrics, and again, it's a story oh, and it's brilliant. The sounds, like this is like, this beautiful, isn't it? It's yeah, beautiful yeah. And, and then obviously it builds, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, it's a great, a great tune. Yeah, this was, talking of Womad, this was, he played this, this song at Womad, this was the, the first tune he played, apparently. Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, we've already mentioned it, haven't we? But the, obviously the the reformed, the uh, Genesis reformed the next year so they could get a crowd in there. Yeah. The next one, they, they, and, and then it, obviously it took off, in it? Wasn't he a bit, um, when they had Live Aid, I think he was a, he was, he was only he was about a year out, wasn't he, Peter Gable of Live Aid? Um, yeah. Otherwise, he would have been a steward now, obviously. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know how he'd got on with... Uh, Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof, yeah. I don't see them getting on somehow. No, but... no not at all. <laughs> right, then. Let's go for the next one. Go on. Let's watch your... Well, it's get, it's get, it, it, well should, we, should we wait a little bit till it comes in, or... Yeah, we can. That's a reference to the development. Sitting Bull Steakhouse. That's what they wanted. Well, we'll leave it. Because it's six minutes long, this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) The crescendo. The crescendo, though, yeah. is unbelievable. But all of his songs have got a crescendo. His, his range, his vocal range, is unbelievable. Oh, here we go, here we go. Oh, that's... Kids, you don't know music. Anyway. Oh, they don't. They don't. <laughs> right, then. Right, so next, my number two is off the uh, Us album, which is um, Secret World. Oh. I like this one. I really, really like this song. Oh, I'm going to give you a story about that in a minute, Chris. Yeah, I always get a bit emotional listening to this one. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's a, it's written about relationships and all that. We're, we're not going to go into it, but like, you know... It's, uh, it's such a beautiful track and the sound you know it's just and then it, that, again this builds to a crescendo if you remember the old gravelly voice comes out go on t- t- come on it tell us well, tell, tell us a story Matt um, well when it's a work colleague of your a work colleague of yours actually when I first met Sarah alright no tears now all right, because you'll get me crying as well. Yeah, go on. We moved in together. We moved in. Yeah. And she had a shed. And it was, you know, she, it was she locked you in it? No. And we named the shed Secret World. 
That was our little secret place. But she, she wasn't. I don't think like a lot of people have heard of him. Yeah. She still thinks you. She she still thinks you shit. (laughs) But, But yeah, and that was that's where we went. That was our secret world. I said, look, this is our secret world. So, and we used to go there. That was our our place to just chill. Yeah, chill. Yeah, yeah. You know, out of the, out of the way of everything. Who did she? Is who did she like then? All sorts. The one thing Sarah did introduce me to, and it goes back to um, Peter Gable brought done the Millennium Show, didn't he? Ovo. Yeah. Yeah, that was the music to the Millennium Show. Mm. Well, on that on that album. There was Gold Frank. There was um, Paul Buchanan. Oh, right. Yeah. And the Blue Nile. Okay. And have you, have you ever listened to the Blue Nile? I'm not sure. I'd have to go it's check. Scottish group. Oh, Scottish, Scottish yeah. group. And she introduced me that they were unbelievable. But she was into funk and all that lot. Of, but yeah, not again. She likes her music. But, uh, yeah, I was going to say, she's got an ear. She just doesn't yeah. have an ear. The ear isn't properly trained. How you can talk about Peter Gabriel? It's obviously, you know what I mean? I'll have words with her about that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Tell her, she's got no taste in music. So, anyway, I absolutely love this song. Yeah. And if I'm listening to it on my own, I get a little bit emotional. Yeah. It's it's a good song. But he's he's bearing all his heart in it, isn't he? He's just—he—he's he, got a great habit of thinking how people feel at the time. You think, and you're the same as me. I get quite emotional with it. There's always, there's always something there. You're thinking, Christ, he's got it spot on. Yeah. He's got my feelings spot on. You might not say it in the right way. Yeah. But you, that is unbelievable words for how you're feeling. Yeah. Right then. Right, we're going to the next one. So, this is your number one pick coming up. And it is a great song. Yeah. And it is Biko. So... How's the sound on that? All right. Not too bad. Are we not this family snapshot? You didn't put down family snapshot. You've only got five choices, mate. I've missed loads. I've missed loads. I had to do my list twice because my daughter, my four-year-old, grabbed the pad that I'd written it on and ripped it up and put LOL dolls stuff all over it. But great tune. Yes. I mentioned it. I mean, I mentioned this to one of my kids, my youngest boy, and... um, but they, they don't even know who this bloke is. No, no. And they don't even know about apartheid. That's another thing. They, they don't get it. I mean, like, no. when we were obviously younger, it was a, it was a thing that was a... Oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And he was a controversial figure as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, but equally, a man murdered in a police cell. So, yeah. Which, Chris, it's almost 
a carbon copy of what's going on in the world today. It's not anything they're trying to do, it's still going on. This apartheid, this, this racial stuff is still going on. And so this is why it's um, relevant in today's music. You know, the... I mean, to be honest, with South Africa, it ain't changed too much for the workers no. there. All that's happened is you've got the, the white minority that were in charge, the rich folk, have been replaced by a black majority, but the rich, they've just made themselves rich and they're still oppressing people. You know, yes. there's, still, there's still massive inequality there, corruption, you know, you know, I mean, it's politics. It's just, uh, uh, as well, he's done versions of this with a South African choir. Oh, I don't the word. Yeah, I've heard um, Paul Simon did a nice version of this. Yeah. Have, you, have you got those two albums? One, Which one? Well, he's got the two albums. He done Scratch My Back. Yeah, got, and then yeah, the other I've... album was I'll Scratch Yours. And what he done... He done versions of songs that he liked that influenced him, and then he got the same people doing songs for him. Um, oh, no, I've, not, I've not heard that other one. No. Oh, I don't Elbow, Elbow Mirable, he does that. David Bowie Heroes is unbelievable. But the only person that didn't do it was David Bowie. Why do I want to do a Peter Gable song? <laughs> and that was his words. He, oh, wow. That's that's the name of the that's the name of the two albums. No, I will. We'll go to check that out after we finish. Yeah. I'm a fan, but I'm not a mega fan like you are. Yeah, I'm not on your level. You know, I'm not. I'm not sort him. Have you got the German album? No. I didn't, I, I did, I had it. This is one of my albums that went. He done a lot of it. His first, his first four albums were just one, two, three, and four. And there was German versions as well of it. And what happened was, I don't know if you know, when he bought, he was going to bring his fifth album out, yeah. which eventually the record company said, you can't just bring another album out and call it five you know it can't be, it's got to have a name so the only name he come up with which didn't mean anything was so that was his record company and and the other four albums is melt Kark, and that's just because of the pictures on the front yeah, yeah 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 um and then the next album obviously was up in us so they were just that's all they were because he didn't want to name them and another interesting fact if it's in your top, I don't know. Don't give up. Take this. Yeah, yeah no, it's not in my top five, but it's a good no. song. But he wanted Dolly Parton to do the, the, the female version in it. So he wanted her to do the Kate Bush. Well, I, I can see why. Yeah, yeah he wanted it. He it wanted her somewhere to rest that head. Country, it, it, yeah. it have somewhere to rest that head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. It's obviously Dolly Parton, who, who, all right, you know, I make, I make a joke about her breasts, which are magnificent, but a good, a very good country. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. 
And also with Dolly Parton, she does a great thing for kids. Uh, she does a book club for kids, sends around the world. Um, yes. My, my, my kids still get these, um, uh, is it bi-monthly uh, books? Yeah. It's really good books. And it's all down to Dolly Parton. Yeah. She's, it was her birthday the other day, wasn't it? 70-odd, is she? Yeah, she's not looking too bad yeah. for it. She looks really well, yeah. Now, my choice there is going to be a controversial one. Right? Go on. Uh, uh, this is a personal choice that may or may oh. not stay on a fire, but it's love to be loved. Can you hear that? Yes. Oh. I, I, I really like this song. Yeah. I'll sing it. Hold on. Oh, okay. Love to be loved. It's it's not as epic as Biko's, obviously. But I just it's just off the time. I just brings back a lot of memories. And, um, and it's also about being a bit needy. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're not, we're not going back to Nurse Gladys Emanuel again there, so... Yeah. What I say is, um, it resonates, doesn't it? It brings back feeling, you know, relationships. It, yeah. You can slag them off, though, Pete. Don't worry. I mean, if you don't agree, it's, it's absolutely fine. Do you know what I mean? I don't care. This is my choices. No, that's lovely. I, I, I don't know... I don't know if he's made a bad song. I mean, I wasn't... Sledgehammer was all right, but that brought him to the masses, and he needed to do, do that from a commercial point of view. Yeah. So that introduced him to a larger audience, which he needed. Um, yeah. But, but he's got some hidden gems. He, he's yeah. got... He's been um, working. He's been promising an album. Oh, He's got, yeah. He releases some. He's got one out called Courage. All right. Yeah, if you go on, just search Peter Gable Courage, and he's got um, a new album, not a new album, Yeah. called Bloxham and Jetsam. Okay. And it's vari- variations of his songs in a different format of how he's done it. So his songs have got different ways of, he does them in all different ways. Yeah, well... We're, we're mega fanboys, aren't we, really? Let's yeah. be honest. So, I know I know all the coaching staff are going to be listening to this. Yeah. Absolutely riveted. Riveted. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> our song choices. Yeah? When I was um, playing football um, with Sidley, yeah. um, I used to drive to all the games. Obviously, there's only County League and all that. And yeah. it's like, I introduced all the players who come in my car to Peter Gable, Squeeze and Genesis. <laughs> There's another top five. Yeah. A few months from now, mate, we're doing top five Genesis. Oh. We're doing top five Genesis. If, 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 if everyone doesn't boo this out, we'll do it, we'll yeah. do it again. I mean, um, the, what's the what's the choices with you know all the, all the boys at the at the club? What, what, what's their tunes when they don't really talk about it? No, they were very much um, present day. A lot of present day. I mean, I I go along with it. It's not my sort of scene, yeah. but um, yeah, they're all just. Uh, I don't know if you feel the same, but if you played this in Peter Gable in the dressing room, you end up wanting to slip your wrist. 
he gets to that, but he does, doesn't he? He gets to him sometimes, yeah. he gets that. And I'm yeah. thinking about when I put my properly. After I've done it, yeah. um, on my YouTube, because it's playing in the background, the tower that eight people put yeah. the album over. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Well, there's that not the top five. I, I forgot all about it. There's so many. He's got so many. Yeah, I know. I mean, we've missed out on all the commercial ones, have we? Um, yes. Yeah. And, you know, um, but I, I love that. Here comes the flood. I love that oh. tune. And I mean, it's you know, it's a bit Leonard Cohen, but you know, I mean, I don't mind Leonard Cohen, but well, you know. did you on that album? Um, our scratch yours. Yeah. He's, Don't tell uh, me Leonard Cohen does that. No, he's got a song. Oh, what was uh, oh, I think it was I'll find it for because there's a song on there and it was Leonard Cohen writing Oh, who was the singer he was married to? Oh, well, bloody hell. Oh, and it's hell. all about Yeah. The song is all about Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen wrote this song and a mm. letter to him. Who we, oh, oh, letter to Marie, oh, what was her name? Marianne. Marianne was it? And Simon. Um, Simon. On one of the uh, songs, it is a love song mm. that Leonard Cohen wrote to the actress, and I forget who it was done by now. Oh, it's what a song! Was mm. the power of the heart. Mm. The power of the heart, and that's a song. That was brilliant. That's the top five. Yes, yeah, we could that's go on. Five, we could go on. That's that an, no, an absolute bloody pleasure, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, Chris. Hot off the press. It was in the press today. You heard about me and Aggie? Oh, what you fell out? No. No. Um, uh, same we signed, for, we signed for Westfield. Oh, have you? Oh. Yeah. Well, just to get. Um, phoned me up. I know Guy Woodley uh, um, yeah. was there. He asked me to go there and he said, Ag and then all of a sudden he said, Aggie's there. I was going to uh, mention it to Aggie, but Aggie's signed as well. And I think it's just a, there's a, a rest period. So we said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to oh, be nice. like, yeah, well, well, Aggie plays in Sydney Betts as well. We mm. play together. Yeah. I mean, it's like we, Vieira and Keane, me and Aggie. Yeah, who's what, who's Keane? I call he's keen on Patrick Vieira. A little bit better. I'll go a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell him, Aggie, don't get him off the free. Go long, go long. <laughs> oh, no, be so because they're trying to organise some fixtures. I mean, it'd be great. It would come say cheer you on. Do you know what I mean? That'd be great fun. Well, if we could I be think, there. Well, it's. I mean, you get a lo little local league, and I think with the host supporters. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't that. matter who it is. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to get 800, you're going to get 800 people, 900 people just to watch a game of football and it's local football. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, bloody well. Um, please, Pete, keep us up to date on that. And I'll we'll do, spread Chris, the word, yeah. mate. Anyway, yeah. look, always a pleasure. And you, Chris, yeah. Catch up soon, mate. Take care, mate. See ya. I'm going to play some more Peter Gable. Good. That's all we have for this episode, Hastings fans. As ever, I ask you if you want to interact or make suggestions for the show, tweet me on at HUFCpodcast or by email HUFCpod at gmail.com or go to the YouTube, which is Sussex by the Sea Podcast, get commenting, all those video interviews are up there, 
get liking them, get sharing them, and please subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good two weeks, and see you at the game. Not long now.